Hello, and welcome to the Strength to be Human podcast with your host, author and playwright Mark Anthony Rossi. This show explores all forms of creativity for those searching for meaning and a place in the world. To err is human, but so is to love. Now, without further ado, here's your host. Hi, folks, and welcome back to Strength to Be Human. This is another wonderful guest house edition with our uh, excellent uh, co-host, John Patrick Robbins. Uh, This will be episode number 69. Welcome back, John, and thank you for being with us. Always great to be on the show, Mark. Thanks for having me. We got a nice clear signal, too. I like that. All this rain stopped (laughs) for today, so trying to get this show in before the weather messes me up, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So uh, this is an episode where we want to talk about uh, book reviews and then later on editorship. So we'll go right into uh, book reviews. Uh, I know we both have some serious thoughts on this, and and we'll definitely uh, talk about that in in detail. I know we've mentioned some of these things in the past a little bit, but it'd be nice just to have a a good segment about it, especially since um, John and I uh, run our own uh, small publishing um, houses as well. Um, he does print, and, and I exclusively do ebook. But uh, book reviews are really uh, uh, essential, uh, not only for the, just the respectability uh, of the writer, but they, they become real signposts for people in terms of the sales. I mean, quite frankly, I mean, unless you were able to get some real big marketing going where lots of people saw it and they're willing to give you a try, most of the times people. If they hear about your book, they want to see if somebody has, has read it already and they want to see some kind of review. It doesn't matter if, it, if it's a two sentence review in the review section of the ebook platform, you know? As long as it's something showing that somebody has uh, checked this out and, 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 and they like it or they have this point about it or, you know, etc. So it really is critical. And I think that many a times other writers. And this is why we're having a show like this particular segment. And we, we've seen it before, both John and I. Um, they, they forget that they are part of an artistic community, which means that if you want to be a part of that community and you want people to check out your work and you want them to be interested in what you're doing and vice versa, well, you you got to be able to lend some of your support too. It doesn't always necessarily mean that you have to... Um, you know, buy their book all the time. Everybody has different financial constraints or even time limits in their life. That's fine. But no one says you can't stop for a few minutes, check a book out. Oftentimes you can get it for free, you know, as a free review copy and, and, and do a review. I, I say, and I know I'm not trying to be bold. I, I just think it's the truth. We owe the artistic community something back for what it gives to us. And book reviewing is a great way for you to repay back that community. John? Yeah, it's it's a it is a thing that's kind of sometimes can be difficult to get done. They are very important though to get the reviews done, and uh, definitely when you're like we are when you run your own uh, press. I know that <laughs> we know like we you know we both tell people you know if you got if you got so many people that say they're going to you probably got this small percentage that will. Um, book reviews are. Uh, it is a great way to give back. I think more people really should do that thing because that's, you know, I know I do quite a few reviews. Um, 
it, it's it is a great way to give back and it's, it's it's also a really good thing to do and and you know i generally like reading i mean that does help i do understand that it can sometimes not be the you know it, it all matters if you that i will say one thing if you <laughs> if you come if you do a good review it's kind of like then next thing you know, you kind of people want you to, you know, review their books. It does get a little bit hard sometimes when, when you're extremely busy. Because I know I, I'm definitely doing a lot. You know, we're both doing a lot. And um, but still, I still like to do them. And um, yeah, it it's it's one of those things that's uh, definitely people. If you're if you want to, you can't sit there and think well yeah you know i i every time i have a book come out that oh i'm gonna go ask this umpteen people to review it when you don't do any yourself so it's just a little bit easier when you do reviews on a steady basis to go and turn and then get a review for you you know your own project so it does help <laughs> to, it, it, to, it uh, really it really does folks because remember yeah. remember when we're talking about here we're talking about the, the book review that'll help capture maybe somebody's attention or even possibly their their, their allegiance to, to that project. And, and it's oftentimes a, a small um, a small blurb uh, on Amazon or, or one of the various platforms that either sell print or e-books. E so no one's asking you for a 1500 expose like new york times review style i'm talking about a couple of sentences maybe maybe a couple paragraphs depending on you know how deep you got into the book and and of course you're getting it for free most of the times so we're not talking about a whole lot of effort over here in terms of the work or, or, or any kind of monetary expense so when it's made that easy you really don't have any any genuine excuse to not get involved and help other other people and remember people they remember when you do this later on when you have a project out you know they might be able to help you as well or point you in the right direction mm -hmm. that's how you build goodwill that's how you build sometimes connections i i think the worst thing about writers these days is they continue to forget that publishing whether it's from us or, or yourself you know on an independent level you need to market you need to 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 network you need to make connections. You need to have relationships. If you can't do any of that, or you're not willing to do any of that, just just print just print that stuff out and, and put it in the toy chest, okay? Maybe maybe the aliens will find it in the year four thousand, all right? Because you're you're not serious about doing anything else beyond that. Don't waste your or, or our time that. Otherwise, you need to get out there. It's not hard to hustle and get a few things done. We're not. I mean, if my if my son can go out there and do some stuff on social media, I mean, why can't you? Yeah, it, it's uh, it, we've always said that, and marketing is key. Um, we, when you, that's the thing. I, I, I definitely know I network, so it is. It gets easier if you, you know. It's nothing worse than when you, of course, like when you first uh, get started, you get that first book. It's, it's always hard to get reviews, you know. But if you're, if you're going out and you're networking and you're you're doing these it's not gonna it's not gonna really be a pain in the neck to go you know get, ask somebody for a review when you've done umpteen yourself and people know oh, okay because people really do sometimes you have to return the favor you know it's not well you don't have to but it's it's nice it's, to me it's just a like an honor system almost you know i i believe in it and i don't have to sit there and uh 
a lot of times people don't you know roll their eyes because they they know that i'll i'm more than happy to do uh reviews and i do quite a few um i run a review site so <laughs> you know but then again it like i said it does get a little bit rough sometimes because i don't have as much time but um yeah, it's it's one of those things that you just it's it's it goes to marketing and everything else. It's it just helps. You really have to kind of network. It's not, you know, unless you just want to be completely isolated, then you better be doing your own book reviews. Then <laughs> <laughs> you can write your books and do your own reviews. That's beautiful. <laughs> I would hate to have to do that, but yeah, oh God. yeah, uh, it's it's. It is. It's much easier if you network and everything to to go out there. And and another thing is, uh, I think people should be kind of because I always uh, try to, especially people when they've got their first book coming out. Because I, I was fortunate to have um, a really good uh, review when I when I had my uh, very first book come out. And um, from just like I, I didn't even know even read me. I like to do that. I like to kind of look for people. It's their first book and give them a review because you know i, I return that fee, favor kind of like you know like a pay it forward thing i always remember that so yeah it's a, it's a real good thing to do i think well i i cannot stress enough folks to, to go out there and do it i mean you can um if you want you could just go into amazon and, and just plug in a category and you could see how others have written a basic review of something so it's it's not like it's not like it's difficult and you can't figure out how to start you could even ask us hey um can you tell me a couple examples of how some of these reviews go i mean i'm fine with that too i don't think it's a a wrong thing to ask someone someone says you're supposed to be some some expert on this or you know and if you want to do it right uh, there's no reason to not explore and find out how to do it right so definitely ask and 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 we'll certainly answer and and help anyone that we can but i really i really think that once you do this you'll feel better about contributing something back to the community you know i i because i'm amazed at how few writers do uh, these sort of things they should be doing more you know i talk i talk to writers all the time yeah I, I help out at the animal shelter yeah i help out the old ladies at the senior center yeah i helped out the church with their garden and then you ask them to do a book review and they're like what so I don't get it. I mean, it's something that might be take 15, 20 minutes, you know, but they got no problem doing hours of community stuff. So I don't know. Do you not think it's sexy or interesting or important? I'm not really sure what it is. But I do know that part of the art community's problem is that too many folks are only thinking about themselves and they don't think about others. So I think it's important that they do so. Because then these are the same people they usually criticize later on. Oh, the world doesn't like us. Oh, we can't make a connection. Oh, this. Oh, that. Blah, blah, blah. You know? It starts with you, folks. Yeah. It starts with you. You can't go on complaining about stuff when you're not doing a, th a darn thing about anything. Mm. You know? So if you yeah. want to help, you know, uh, volunteer to edit somebody's article or book now and then. I do that on a regular basis. Do some book reviews. Buy a couple of books. Help market somebody. Throw some information on your site about somebody's project that's coming up. There's all kinds of ways to help people that don't involve lots of money or lots of time. But the, when you do that, that effort, which might seem small to you, 
It's going to be enormous of the other person on the other end. To have something like that happen, it makes a person's day. Sometimes uh, we're dealing with um, with artists, and I'm not making light of this, but we, we might be dealing with artists that we that secretly are battling depression and things, and don't, don't make that open to people. So that could make their week or their month on what they're trying to deal with. Holy moly, here goes somebody to help me and... So you could really be doing something uh, beneficial for somebody, not even artistically, but even, you know, uh, in terms of uh, their health or their well-being. Yeah, it's it's a little thing you can do. And, of course, I don't know, maybe it's maybe some people are not. If you've never done one, I mean, it's not really, this isn't rocket science. It's always easy to ask somebody kind of pointers. I mean, you know, I, I, <laughs> I never done one when I started doing them, and, you know, I, I just, it's just not that, it's just an opinion anyways. So it's like, you know, just learn how to do it. And of course, don't, you know, <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be, uh, it is a serious thing, but you don't have to be so, you know, stiff when it comes to this stuff. You can have, ask questions and, you know. I don't really know, but it is, it is really difficult sometimes in getting reviews. And, uh, getting a, um, right, you know, when, a, especially cause we have, when we, you know, when we produce these books, it's, it's very important to get them reviewed, especially for first time or anybody really that has a new project out. You always want to have those reviews ready. And, um, that is, that is a difficult thing to do sometimes. And yeah, they uh, really are essential. Um, we, I, we just put out two titles, uh, one, uh, from Renee Burleson, a, a, a New Mexico, uh, writer. Uh, called Breakthrough, and uh, she's doing she's doing writer. well with that, yeah. And then you, you came out with your second uh, book with us here at Soma, mm -hmm. okay? Uh, Once mm -hmm. upon a nervous breakdown. Both of you guys are, are selling books. Neither one of you have any reviews yet, but we have people that are working on it, thank God. But you'll yeah. see a you'll yeah. see a big difference because right now the sales that are coming from both of those books, they're coming from people that that know them and and, and that love them. Later on, the reviews. That'll 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 produce sales from the strangers that don't know anything about you other than maybe what that review is telling them. Mm. Yes. <laughs> no. It's yeah. It's 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 really good to have those uh, those out. I know, and I like having reviews because I always like different opinions. And sometimes it's a. I don't know. I just you know that's one thing I have to say. I, I think that you know. I don't mean it's bad or anything, and probably it's wrong me to say this, but I think people are over-eager to put a blurb on the back of a book, but they're never that over-eager to do a review, and I think the reviews are ten times more important. You know, uh, that's, I've done, because I've written a lot of blurbs, too, for books, and <laughs> um, the, it's it's good, but, you know, and anything you can do to help people, definitely. Um, in fact, I got a, a, a really good writer who's working on a review for me now. Cause I, I did a, a blurb for who's an excellent writer and, um, really thrilled that he was, you know, eager to do a review because I respect his work. Um, and it's just, it is, it's just strange how difficult it can be to get these reviews. Uh, you know, but it's like I said, it's, it's all comes down to networking and all that stuff. But I do think the importance of a review is just people is really underrated. People don't get how important these things are. 
because a good review is, I mean, you look at any other kind of genre, whether it's film or the reviews are critical and it's no different than this. It's, it's very important to have a review, you know, and especially from people that are more respected, more known, it, it's, you know, it just helps because then they have their audience too. You know, if they saying, Hey, they put their stamp of approval on something, you know, you get exposed to a different group. So you, you always kind of, with writing, it's, it's a bit like chipping away all the time, you know, but it, it, it's, it really does help. So it, it, it really, it really does folks. And, and uh, it's important for a print book just as much as a, is, is an a ebook, but uh, mm-hmm. to speak on the ebook side of things, oftentimes a book review is maybe even doubly important than the print review because people are already familiar with a hard or a paperback book. Many times when people are checking out an ebook, it could be their very first entry into the ebook world of getting, downloading a free platform to read the book on their device, uh, a pad or a phone or a laptop. So that review sometimes can be doubly important because not only are you introducing the reader to a new writer and a new book, but literally a new way to read that book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, very important. You can't we can't overstate that uh, enough, and uh, definitely with I I think with with both. But it's yeah, when you do have a different platform, people probably you know that you never know. Some people are a little bit skittish, so it, it does help. When you got somebody saying, "Hey, no, this, this works great, looks great," you know, so yeah, just let it us just, just let us know if you're interested in reviewing any of the books that we put out. We'll be happy to get something over to you. You can email us here at uh, strength to be human at ravemail.com, and uh, I'll be happy to get something over to you. Or if you got something that you're interested in, John's doing, we'll pass the message over to him, and you guys can work out something. But it, it's not hard to do. It's important to give back to to any community that that you're working in, and and, and why not do this? Um, something simple, but it actually uh, can really really make a difference in somebody's uh, uh, writing life, or maybe even in their in their personal life. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. If you can give the get those reviews, and then it's it's really it means a lot to people. That's the thing. That's you know. Sometimes when you're you're so closely involved with the stuff, you don't you know sometimes it, it does get hard and you do uh, you know you people get you know very frustrated and so the review really can help. It's it's a, it's a good thing for especially for the writer you know because sometimes you you think you're wondering you know we all have those you know. We can all get a bit insecure now. I know it's sometimes I'm having a terrible day, man. When you get a review and it's like you know it's just you know it's really good to get you know that you know that stuff's connecting because it is a lot different than when you put something out in a, in a magazine or something and you get kind of that instant once that's what i love i mean i i, I write because i want it to be read <laughs> so you know as i said i'm not putting it away in a case somewhere hoping it'll get discovered yeah I, exactly i mean i'm i'm just i'm no different than any other writer even though i'm an editor and a broadcaster and a publisher i'm still a writer too and i and i tell you that it's as exciting as it is to get published and and i've done it over a thousand times now literally um 
to get a review from somebody oftentimes is even more exciting because it's one thing when somebody accepts your work and you know that they're kind of giving you that validation that that work is something that belongs you know to the artistic community but when somebody writes a review of your project you you know that they have now truly invested time into doing that and and that makes it even more special mm-hmm. yeah it's it's I said, it's, it's, you just, it's something that really is, it's amazing how difficult it is to get, get these things done, but people really, it just needs to be, you can't say it enough that these things really matter. And that's another thing. If you want people to review your stuff, you, you, you gotta be willing to do the same, return the favor, so to speak. It's not, it's not that people have to, like everybody asks you, but. You know, I would definitely think about for people who've done that for you and, you know, because I've done the same. I've had people who reviewed my work and I review theirs and that's just how it works. And these, these, uh, it's just, it's a good, uh, it's good business in my book. And, you know, because, you know, manners are definitely free. So, uh, I, um, just think it's a really good rule of thumb that somebody's going to review yours. And then, yeah, of course, you know, and, and I mean, if I can do it and, and Mark can do it, and we're definitely busy. I mean, I think that, you know, anybody can really, you can find the time. You know, that's another thing. Don't expect it the next day, I would say. <laughs> if, you're, <laughs> if you're the, see, that's a good rule of etiquette. If you're the uh, the writer, don't be a little, don't be that impatient. Remember that we all got live. So, yeah, don't expect it like, hey, where's my review? I just gave it to you 10 seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yeah. This is This is writing. It's not McDonald's, okay? Yeah, yeah, that 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 is, that is one thing. I, I like I always tell people if I if I get it, uh, <laughs> they'll usually have to write me out and say no. You know, I I'm gonna try to get it by this time. You know, but I'm I'm probably really bad on getting it by a deadline. But I always get it to them, and usually they're usually they're happy. It all matters, you know. I I usually tend to review stuff by by writers. I you know that helps <laughs> that I am familiar with. Some I'm not. I've done a lot of reviews, so now now I can definitely say I've done quite a few. But I, this this that first one was nerve wracking just because I'd never you know written one before. But you know, other than that, yeah, it's <laughs> it's, hey, it's, it's, it's 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 actually a good you know it's actually a good art artistic exercise as well. I I, I think too because when you're writing mm-hmm. something like that, you're seeing other people's work, other people's visions and ideas. That could help you and yourself when your own writing and you're thinking about that sort of thing. You know, mm-hmm. you're putting down something that in a way, because remember, book review is, is pretty much a, a basic primitive marketing device. And that's what it is. So that also mm-hmm. kind of gives you a bit of a marketing idea about, hey, I just put this out here. Da, da, da. So it, it's not just a selfless act of helping another writer out, which is great. But in many ways, it actually helps you out, too. So believe it or not, you're not just doing it for the other person. You get something out of it as well. You really do. And I don't mean just karma. I mean, you get something real out of it. Just because you're learning and you're exploring and you're writing. And, and there's nothing wrong with any of that. We should be doing all of that anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it shouldn't be. <laughs> it's, it's not, it shouldn't be a major issue for you to do do review things i mean this is not you know it's not the hardest thing in the world to do i mean if i can do it anybody can 
that's definitely that's definitely correct, and I, I, I would agree with that. All right, folks, we're going to yeah. move on to our, our next uh, topic, which is editorship. Now, we call it that mainly because it kind of gives you an idea about some of the things that editors do. And also, it'd be good for you to know some of the things that editors are not. Because we've got a lot of people out there, unfortunately, that they like to actually call themselves that. And they don't do, and they don't do anything, okay? They, 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 wear, they wear Walmart uh, Toy Story hats and, and take pictures of themselves on the Facebook. I'm an editor. I'm a producer. I'm this. I'm that, and and they, they don't do anything. So we got a lot of people out there that, that do this sort of thing. So, all right, just because they look weird and say something doesn't mean that they're really an editor. Okay. So here's what an editor is. All right, an editor is somebody that actually helps you, and I don't necessarily mean that they have accepted your work, because a good editor, a real editor, should kind of give you some basic direction even when they don't accept your work. Hey, listen, uh, uh, Jim, um, this poem about the, uh, the gay frog with the machine gun uh, shooting the White House, this isn't really going to fly with me here because it, it, it doesn't really have a, a point of view other than a gay frog uh, with a machine gun shooting the White House. Okay? So by giving some feedback to people, that's also helping them. That's you're being an, an editor, not just mm -hmm. uh, a soulless uh, form letter that you email to somebody or mail them or, you know, this won't do, or how dare you shoot the White House, or whatever. You know, I mean, that's part of being an editor. They should be actively doing things to help writers, to help promote their their work, to help promote the, the magazine that they're supposed to be in charge in. All right? If it's just some cardboard cutout person that's not doing anything, but they want to have a title, just, just run away, okay? Because guess what? You can see people like that every day. They're in the dollar store, okay? They have all these titles. In the end, all they're really doing is sweeping the floor and, and hoping mm -hmm. that, that um, hoping the check that the store gives them doesn't bounce in the next week, all right? So w you can see those people all the time. If you want to be around those people, you can, or you can be around people that are actually going to help you, all right? Mm. And that's that's what an editor is in, in a nutshell. And I, I take it from there, John. I know you have your own thoughts. On oh, yeah. There's a yeah. It is it is more than just a title, and, and unfortunately nowadays, it, at least from things I'm seeing, there's a lot of people who I don't know if they think it's cool to be. I, mean, I don't know why you would, but not that there's anything wrong with it. But I mean, it's just it's just more than a title. It's more than just saying, hey, yeah, I'm an editor. I because I, you really have to for. You know, we put a lot of time into this. I know that I take up tremendous amounts of my time. I know Mark does. Too. We just, it's not, to me, there's nothing more annoying to me personally that really kind of gets to me when people just all of a sudden, oh, well, I'm one too. Well, it, it's work. This is a job. And I take it very, very serious. As much as I joke and I'm notorious for it, it it's it's more than a title to me. I don't understand how. When you get into this, you got to know that this is this is work, and especially if if you know if you're lucky enough to have people want to uh, submit to your magazine, your wear print or whatever you're doing, you're you're you know you gotta you're gonna be working, you're gonna be busy, and just to I don't know if it's just cool to be in the now the you know fraternal order of editors or something 
but uh, <laughs> it's just <laughs> strange to, to me. Yeah, it's really strange to me that that people now it seems like they pop up and then they disappear just as quickly because those people learn that real quick that you know, you're gonna have to work, you know. And and another thing is like you're saying is the real a real editor is gonna give you an opinion. It's not always gonna gel with you, you know. It's just it's it's a lot more than just uh, saying okay this is in or that's not in. You really do need to have that opinion, you know, because I know we see lots of work. I mean, and sometimes it's, it, you know, you got to be willing to tell people, even if they're established, I don't care if you, you got to be willing to give people an opinion. You know, you don't have to be rude about it, but I just, it, it really just does get on my nerves when people now are just, they're just getting that title because they want to add it to their credit. It's almost like having a publishing credit. You know, I did, that's nothing more ridiculous than to say, well, I'm also an editor. You, and like, you look at them, well, what, what magazine do you, well, you know, we haven't run anything. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's 20 of us and we run one thing a month. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, okay, cool. You know, I just don't get that. Yeah, Cause it, I just know that I, I work too hard to it, it, just, you know, Throw it around. It's that whole 15-minute fame baloney. That, that's really what it is. Everybody wants to be a celebrity and, and, and famous. You know? Yeah. I get I get on LinkedIn sometimes. Everybody's the CEO. And you look at it, and it's like, really? You're the CEO of this lemon stand on the corner? Okay, thanks a lot. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. just ridiculous. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Well, you, you look at it, and it's like, uh, I'm a CEO of this company. And then you look at it, and it has one employee. Yeah. Let me mm. tell you something. If you have one employee, you can't be the CEO, okay? All right? <laughs> you should just change the title to Dude That Works Here, okay? Yeah, it's that's not like, a corporation if uh, you're the only person in it. So yeah. And that's, uh, but that's, that's what runs in tangent with what, what we're talking about over here. Folks just pretending, being posers. Just get rid of those folks. Get, get them out of your lives. Just walk past them and go on to the, to the real people. There are plenty out mm. there, okay? There really are good people out there trying to do the right thing. And I, we say this because we laugh at this. We come across this a lot. But also I say it in, in, in dire seriousness because when you are struggling to put together a wonderful essay or a wonderful poem, and maybe it could be in weeks in the making, I mean, the last thing you want to do is, is hand it over to some knucklehead who, when they grab your poem, they have ice cream on one hand, okay? And, and, and fruit punch in the other. They're not serious about doing anything other than just being goofballs and, and, calling mm. them, and calling themselves something, okay? I'll call them something for you, okay? Big jerks, okay? That's what they are. They're nothing more than that. Just move mm. on because you don't need that. It, to me, it's such a portrayal to put your hard work into the hands of, of, of people that they're just not serious about anything. Yeah, I... I totally agree and it really it's just one of those one of those things that really gets on my uh nerves that it just when you i mean as much time as we put into these things it's you know because we work so so hard and i just when you see people out there that all of a sudden now they're oh i'm an editor and so is my like best friend that hangs out with me or, or you know my girlfriend or whatever i, I just think it's ridiculous I, you know, I think it's one of those things that it's just, it's just not a title. You know, I don't, I don't know why you would want to call yourself that if you have no clue of what you're doing. But it's like, you know, 
it's just I don't know. I, I don't get it. I really don't. It's one of those things that does get on my nerves immensely. It's because I'm I'm working so much, and I guess to when you see, it's just like I don't like people playing where where we're trying to work. And you, because another thing is, it's really easy to tell these people because uh, first of all, they're usually taking twenty thousand pictures of themselves, and you know when you're more concerned with your Instagram than you are. Being behind the scenes, I don't have enough time to take pictures of myself, and trust me, you wouldn't want to see any. So it's you know, <laughs> I'm with I'm with you, and you and you're completely right because it, it goes into it goes into the lack of substance they have. Okay, in fact, I, I like to call them instant editors. Okay, because that's about what they are just a just a make up thing yeah. on, on on the internet. Okay, folks, we're behind the scenes doing things. Oftentimes, you don't really see or, or picture anything and like he says no one really wants to and that's fine with me but what i do <laughs> what i do say is you should be able to hear our voice we should be able to know the direction that we're trying to go into and that we're trying to get mm. you to go into that's what is supposed to be happening and that's what should tell you right away who's real and who's not real okay i i gotta i mean as many times as people turn me down for interviews for the show because they're too paranoid or they're too shy or too depressed or whatever. And I do whatever I can to hopefully one day they'll come onto the show. And I accept what they have to say. I mean, I've had to turn down people because, I mean, their resume is like 17 photos on Instagram in, in various poses. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're all classy. They're all, they're all neat. Nothing disgusting. But and, and, and I went to a couple of conventions and I... I sold this plastic insert that I'm going to put into a child's book or something. I mean, nothing serious. It's just all, you know, it's it's all show. <laughs> it's not anything real. It's it's all just, you know, that whole posing stuff. And that, that's not helpful. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't work. I mean, if anyone knows anything about writers or anything about editors, you know, they they make a connection because both of them are sincere about trying to get something done artistically. So it's not really about... You know who looks the best and who looks the coolest, and you know who who just bought the the dollar shades from from the, from the Dollar Tree so they could look like a, a white Ray Charles or something. Nobody cares, okay? In, in the end, if you if you're not writing, that makes some sense and and, and has a real impact. And you know, you're doing nothing just by by filling space on the end on, on the social media. And we got a million people that do that all the time. We even got this yeah. in the podcasting world, you know. I had I literally had to get off of some of the um, the podcasting uh, clubs because they're like people asking dumb questions. Hey, I'm just starting a podcast and I don't really know what I should say or what what I should do. Anybody have any ideas for episodes? <laughs> I swear to God, somebody actually put that on there. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. got some I got some ideas from you. Get off the air, idiot. Let, let some other, <laughs> let genuine people handle this, okay? Yeah, or, or, or my favorite one. Hey, I, I'm stuck. I'm episode eight, and I don't know what to do. That's just—it's ridiculous. <laughs> Get off the air. That's what you should do. It, it, yeah, it's something you should do a little bit of before you do any job. You should be a little bit familiar with it. You know, I was doing—I was sending out a lot of submissions. I've been writing. I've been, you know, for a, a while, obviously. And so, I mean, I got into editing. It wasn't like I had some huge experience with it or anything like that i just decided to do it i decided to start my own uh mag 
um, journal and I did, and I kind of, you know, I learned, uh, I, I, you know, it was on the job training. Um, it does nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with somebody saying, Hey, I want to start it. And I'm not trying to discourage that startup that and say, okay, I'm the editor. Cause that's what you're going to be. That's fine. I have nothing. And there's nothing wrong with going to people and asking for tips. Now, if you're serious, but if you just now want to be part of this club of people that, that want to run around and thump their chest and all of your editors and all of you are publishers and it just come on, get real. It, it, it's, this is, it's just ridiculous. And it's insulting to be honest. It's something that really does get on my nerves because I work too hard to see people just take a title and just, you know, Oh, I, you know, then that'd be no different if you, you, you went to the dollar store and you went and bought a, a, a you know, a plastic gun and a plastic badge, and now you're a cop. You're hanging, you know, try doing that and going down to the local, uh, you know, <laughs> cop bar and see how that goes. It's not, it doesn't make sense. This is a very hard job. It's a very hard job. You're right. It, it, it truly is. And, yeah. it's, and it's a serious thing because in the end, you are uh, talking and connecting, possibly reading and reviewing a, a lot of work from people, or people who have taken it seriously, people who have worked hard on it, they they shouldn't be involved with somebody who's a counterfeit. You want to be part of a club? Sign up for that Burger King email that tells you all the cool things that's going on. They'll even give you one of those paper cardboard uh, crowns you could put on your head when you sit down and eat your burger, okay? That's a club for you you can hang out in, all right? But this is real. And and and, yeah. and, and, and people who are out there uh, pouring their hearts out, they don't deserve to be to be given the $3 bill. Yeah. Now, the, and there's so many people that are that I know that are uh, writer editors that really are, are you know, busting their butt and, and going in. And I publish. I, that's the thing I really do always like to do is I like to be, publish people who are editors. And just because it's I know how hard it is, you know, and, and it's so and the, those people are always way too busy. You know, running their running their mags and and sending out their submissions to be concerned with all the you know silliness of like oh yeah I'm you know I've got that title up on my Facebook I don't actually do anything <laughs> you know it's but, like, I, but I look I, but I look good in this photo <laughs> yeah I can name I mean that's it's unfortunate but I can I the reason that I'm so invested in doing this talking about this is I can name a whole plethora of people that are that that run they've got the title but then you look at them and then they're not doing anything you know they're not producing anything they're not they're not you know and then that's to me that's just laziness that's just you want the title you know you got and you may have a place set up but then it doesn't do anything what is that you know that's that's if, if I, I tell you if they if they allowed it on facebook okay uh, to, mm -hmm. put that, to put that out that you could put a category on the people mm -hmm. you blocked I would say like 40% of the people I blocked are like bigots, and the other 60% are just phonies, phony writers, mm -hmm. phony artists, phony editors, phony podcasters, mm -hmm. because I don't have time for people like this. and They're not going to be part of my life. I just don't have any time for that. All right, yeah. folks, there's another coin to the editorship, so we want to talk about that. Yep. We first talked about what it is to be an editor and the definition of an editor and what you should expect from an editor, that you have a rightful uh, expectation. Now the other part is, as as the writer, okay. What and I'm I'm speaking to writers when I'm saying this. As editors, you now kind of get an idea of the definition of what we're talking about. But it also means that you have some basic rules of conduct. 
you know, bugging people after you send something, you know, find 50 seconds later, not helpful. Dude, did you check out my third poem, blah, blah, blah? No, I haven't even checked out your first poem yet, okay? I'm still on number <laughs> 275 of the 300 I got in this month. All right? I'll get to you. I promise. I always do. So understand that being a pest or, or, or being, uh, being a nag, that's not really helpful on getting your stuff out, out there. All right? That's the first thing. Second thing is, <laughs> we laugh about this, but it's a, it's a serious thing that I've actually encountered myself. Your, your conduct on the social media has a real bearing on, on your writing. Yeah. And, and the publishing. I know you might not think that's fair, and maybe it isn't fair, but the truth of the matter is is that if you write this sensitive poem about senior citizen rights, okay, and you want me to publish this and they publish that, guess what? I'm marketing. I'm talking about these sort of things in the, in the magazine, all over the social media. So when the next day you're talking about, yeah, old people suck, and uh, I don't really like e-books, and, and Trump is Hitler, and, and, and I wish the, the, the White House was purple instead. Well, guess what? People are going to wonder about what you wrote. Was you real? Mm. Was it genuine? Is the editor an idiot from even dealing with you because they would figure they, they, they knew about this behavior or not? So whatever you do out there undermines all the stuff you're talking about, okay? You can't write something pro-gay and then be anti-gay on the, the next day on social media. People will put the two together, Okay. So you have to make sure you have to make sure that you know if you are pretending about something, you don't at least open your yeah. mouth on the social media because it's stupid. I've had people to do this, and I'm like, dude, I, I mean, what am I supposed to do with this nonsense? Okay, <laughs> just because nobody's hitting the like or, or making a comment on it doesn't mean that, that there's not a hundred people that read it and just quietly saying uh, this guy's a douche and and his, and his editors are freaking moron. Yeah. That- <laughs> That's the thing is that people, the the conduct sometimes, you know, and we we know how it is 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 editors and publishers. It's like when you have a, a there's there's nothing there's nothing worse than than when we uh we got somebody that you know we believe in, we're working hard to get them out there, and then they go and you know, I mean, because sometimes you you do need to, we've mentioned this on other things, you do need to detach before you you know think before you speak. It would be nice if people would, and I, I know that it's funny coming from me because I talk about being so unfiltered. Yes, when it comes to my writing, I very much am. When it comes to how I conduct myself in public, yeah. Uh, and I know people will say, "Oh yeah, don't you run UTV?" Yeah, but that's completely a joke. That's, I mean, that's where a humorous mag. Is, so that you're going to get, you know, crazy humor there. But no, it, it's <laughs> it's just bad when you 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 publish someone no matter if you're in the mags or whatever you're doing and then you know you're kind of alienating yourself by going and acting like a you know cuckoo bird out on uh you know social media ones i think it's just it's people don't get it's everybody can see that unless you're you know you have one person in your privacy settings are set where nobody still all it takes is one person sharing something that's all and it trust does. me yeah writers do it has, I mean, it, I, has a, it has a real impact. I, I nominated <laughs> a, I nominated a very good writer, and he is a very good writer, yeah. regardless of his conduct, uh, yeah, for for a major that. for a major award. It wasn't even to a week after I nominate this person, he's on the internet saying, um, I, "I don't want I want to stop writing. I'm going to give up. Uh, people hate me, and I'm just tired of rejection." <laughs> who the hell wants to nom- Who the hell would want to give you the award after after reading that? 
And you don't tell me these people are not on social media noticing things. you got to be nuts. Because guess what? They don't want to give a prize or an award to somebody who's pretty much who's, who's pretty much a knucklehead. Why would they do that as a reflection on them? Bad enough it's a reflection on me as it is. And I can't, mm. I can't withdraw the nomination because I promise you, John, if I could, I would have did it in a heartbeat. But you can't. Yeah. Once you do it, that's no. it. So it, no. that's, that's the kind of nonsense <laughs> I'm talking about. You know, mm. I, I tell people all the time, if you're going to shoot yourself in the foot, don't do it publicly and don't do it around me, okay? All right? Mm. Be, a, be a jerk in private. But mm. don't ask me to invest my time and, 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 and all my, my, my sweat and everything into something, and, and then you're going to run counterproductive what we're trying to do over here. Yeah. And I'm not asking it, anybody it, to censor themselves. I'm just asking them to use some damn common sense, you know? It, it does help. I mean, it, it's and we've had these cases. I've had, you've had, it's just sometimes you look and it's, I mean, it's just, you know, I've had... Uh, writers that publish you just they do they go on a i mean they've had to remove them for their actions you know and it's just because it's a reflection on me it's like okay because i'm just not going to be backing people that are you know i mean it's one thing to have humor it's another thing to actually be serious unfortunately the people that that say some of these things they're they're dead serious it's not like a joke they're and they're going out there and then people are looking at what do you believe that's the first thing that happens and that's the thing with the with social media, everything is so readily available. And like I said, I know about stuff half the time before the actual person tells me. That's it's unfortunate, but I the first the minute something happens, I don't know if you know, I don't know why I am the sounding board, but sometimes I feel like it I should be running a gossip column because people are like, Hey, do you know so and so saying like it's just ridiculous. So you gotta think about it because stuff gets around really quick. This this is a small to me, uh, it's it's a great scene, but it is relatively still. If you think about it, we we have a lot of small circles, and stuff just gets around. If it's bad, it gets out quick, and there's almost no way to cover it up. Yeah, there is because it gets there's a share button, and it can be shared in literally in seconds. Yeah, it can go around and make the loop, and then by the time you know doing damage control is almost impossible. Yeah, it's in fact, just, it is impossible. If you delete it, it's just too late. It's already out there, and it, once you delete yeah. it, it doesn't mean anything anymore because now it's mm. in people's heads, and once it's in their heads, there is a no mm. delete in it. You're a freaking moron, yeah. and that's the end of the story. Well, know? yeah, and then there's screenshots, and people can copy and paste, so it doesn't necessarily go away just because the original statement is gone. People can say, no, look at this. This is what they actually said. And then the rumor mills spark, and it's just it's – a, it's a mess. It's a nightmare when you're dealing with this stuff. Really so, is. yeah, it, it's just really just think about what you – I mean, I know we all have those days. I mean, I especially have them. I mean, sometimes, you know, just like we <laughs> you mentioned, you know, when you'll get people who submit stuff, I'll get sometimes – and one of my – just I just hope people know – one of my real pet peeve things that I cannot stand is when you submit me something and then two seconds later you're asking me about it. It's like I understand that you're passionate about your work, but, but you know I'm not. I'm not running like it's like that's not the only submission I get. So it's you know, and I know I've made those mistakes way way back. So it's not like I'm saying oh I'm so above this, but yeah. That that's that's <laughs> that's one thing that when people submit that uh, does kind of you know 
get to me because I know I take a long time, but I have we have a lot of submissions. Any any mag that's been around any amount of time that is liked is going to get a lot of submissions. So you know it's hard to you know especially when you're doing it yourself. It's it's you know unless you get like a team of of people working for you. Once I mean I don't think you know, it's not the New York Times I don't think we do so. <laughs> See, you know, but yeah, that's just one thing. And people really should watch what they do on social media because, and probably on podcasts too. Who knows? <laughs> Everywhere, anything can get out. If it's on the internet, you gotta definitely use some restraint. I would think, you know, self restraint, obviously. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm still amazed at how much that we have to ask for people in terms of some common sense. I mean, I literally had to put it. In my my agreement with with the publishing part of things, I mean I don't put it in in the guidelines at all uh, for for aerial chart because I don't really think I need to. I mean if I if I got if I got to withdraw something, I got to withdraw something because the people are idiots. That's fine, but I literally had to put it in written in written in for the agreement for my publishing company to remind people that listen, I'm not doing all this so you can get on the internet and, and talk nonsense because you're going to hurt everything we're trying to do over here. How am I supposed to get a reviewer? So look at your stuff when you're talking crazy. Nobody wants mm-hmm. to hear any, nobody wants to hear any of that stuff. So yeah. people just have to be smart about it. They have to think beyond just being an artist. They have to also think about that they're expected to have some professional protocol. You know? Mm-hmm. You don't show your bare ass on Instagram when you're trying to sell your book. Unless your book's <laughs> are about something that's sexy and maybe related to it. Then maybe I can understand <laughs> But I don't. Right. I don't need to see your hairy ass when we're talking about the farm life. You know, come on. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, that's that's a uh, you know that's shocking. That that would not help your marketing plan. <laughs> yeah, you just we're talking common sense. We're talking some basic business practices. It's like anything <laughs> else. I mean, what? Why do you think that in Hollywood? And this is a perfect example. They actually assign actors handlers from the studio. You know why they do that? Because they want to make sure that the person is not doing something stupid that's going to harm the investment of the studio. Because guess what? They can't afford that. You, you know, the, uh, the average movie right now, and I'm not even talking about the... Uh... Can you hear me okay? Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, yeah, I kind of lost you for a second there. But the the average Hollywood movie, and I'm not talking about the uh, the Marvel type things, this is the average Hollywood movie here, you know, it, it costs $50, $60 million. And that, that's a basic price. So, yeah. So when when you have a $50, $60 million drama that now you got to spend another $20 million on marketing, you can't have your, your actor or actresses in the, in the middle of production hang gliding on their off day. Okay, you you can't have them out there uh, on the shooting range, and maybe they can get themselves hurt. You certainly can't have them in the bars getting drunk off their off their feet and getting into a car wreck. You can't have all that because what the hell is going to happen? The, the movie hasn't even wrapped yet. You know? Yeah. That's why they do stuff like that because it's an investment. It's an investment of money and time. It's also an important. An important marker for respect. Remember, you got all these people in that studio there that are depending on their jobs on you, and you're acting like a friggin' fool. It's no different in the publishing world. We're putting in the time and, and the money. Uh, unlike uh, these these fake presses out there, okay, Alien this and you know Rust that and whatever out there 
just do things to take people's money. We actually do things that don't include money. There's no money involved in any of these presses. We do it because that's how you're supposed to do it. If you believe in somebody's work, you handle it that way. So, but there, there is still a small cost. It's, 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 it's nothing that's gigantic, but still, in the principle, uh, you shouldn't be screwing around when I'm, when I'm putting this out for you at, at all. It's, it's beyond the disrespectful. It's, it's just counterproductive. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's just it can be <laughs> it can be a nightmare sometimes, you know. And you do have to kind of you know. Unfortunately, we don't we don't have people we can issue as handlers, but it would be nice sometimes that you. It is sad that you have to talk to grown people and tell them, hey, you know, it's probably not good that you're going on your tirade today. Uh, you know, eliminating basically turning off what or potential sales. You know, when you when you do public, when you go on the publishing side, when you're putting out somebody on a project, you know, you're putting an investment in those people, and you, you people don't get that. It's not we don't just do this for fun. It's it's you know it's it's like it's a personal investment, you know. And I I know when when I put together a book, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, and there's nothing worse than having somebody go off the rails. And then you just see that, you know, all of a sudden you got this project out there and people are like, oh, no, I don't think so. You know, and it's just, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous how people do that. And it's, that's a complete other thing with marketing is, you you know, you don't want to alienate any part of your audience. You know, I mean, we know we have our demographics and everything else. I study all these things. People would think, wow, John actually can read. I'm like, I know. And it's, <laughs> but the thing is, is like, I know that, for instance, if I'm if I'm UTV, I know that our it's largely a male demographic. It's it's you know we know what we appeal to, but so we're not exactly going to be running masterpiece theater over there, you know. It's it's but then again, we also know that we're running humor. We're not going to all of a sudden start going on, you know, doing political ads and everything like that. We're there to entertain. We're not there to be your sound. If you're looking to for to us for advice on you know. What you should do and not yeti in your your life choices, you're really you are you know <laughs> you're in trouble. But um, no, it's it's just it's just strange to me how you have to really you do have to walk your and that should go out to publishers as well. You know, before you decide to do a project with somebody, probably you know do a little research on them, <laughs> make sure that you know they can get this project done and preferably not kind of shoot themselves in the foot and i agree you know? but there's only there's really only so much you can do i i, I, I mean because yeah. you, you can't spend uh you know um five five days looking through somebody's entire freaking social media history i mean when was you found yeah. some, when was you found something objectionable or, or offensive from six years ago how relevant is that to what you're trying to do right now i mean all you could do maybe is ask the person Listen, if you're gonna say stupid like this crap again in, in the present time, I, I can't I can't work with you under those circumstances. So, you know, tell me this is mm -hmm. a you know one off thing, or tell me this is just some stupid immature thing that you're just not gonna do anymore because I don't see any more evidence of it. But that's all you can really mm -hmm. do, and who knows, you might just piss off the person. They go, how dare you look at anything? But you know, you have to still run whatever you're doing, basically as a business. I mean, I I don't care how much art is involved, and there is a lot of art. I take it the number one series priority but you still have to run it that way which means you still can't have people that run in counter to what you're trying to do not only marketing but even artistically you know 
Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't yeah. like. To, I don't like to get into some of these politics, but, but quite frankly, sometimes some people are so off someplace else, I can't work with them. I can't work with somebody that borders on on Nazism, or or, or somebody that you know they have a. Uh, 20,000 anti-gay jokes and memes on on their social media every other day because it, it sends <laughs> it sends a message that I'm not interested in in, in, in trying to promote I, I, I'm not a I'm not some social justice warrior out here it's not a big thing to me but I don't like the idea of being part of something that's counter to what I'm trying to do I can't I can't publish uh, gay poetry and gay poets on one hand and and then allow somebody to do that on the other hand it looks like I just don't care yeah you know what I mean, and and I, I'm not I'm not interested in that. Does it mean I'm some gay sensitive expert on everything? No, I'm not. Don't know much about it. Really, don't care actually. But I don't like that whole bullying, beating up people because they're different thing. That's to me, that's the baseline for all of that. I don't want to deal with that kind yeah. of nonsense. And sometimes you got to put your foot down and say, listen, man, this conduct is ridiculous. I mean, I have to do this sometimes on my um my Air Force um club that i have on on the facebook i have one of for all air force veterans and sometimes i can't admit people in because i i literally have to look at the social history i'm like dude this is ridiculous you got a, a meme of, of of hillary kitten being raped by a cow i mean what the hell am i supposed to put you on the on this club for for that nonsense this is only about the air force not about that nonsense so that sometimes you have to make those decisions because uh people just you know they they, they want to go wild on that and I, I think that's one of the one of the the downsides of social media, which by the way we're gonna we have a show that's coming up here in another another um, mm-hmm. another week or so, and towards the end of August, uh, it's called the Heaven and Hell of Social Media that me and you have put together, and we'll talk a little bit about mm-hmm. that. But you know, some of the dark side of the social media is you got a lot of people over there that would never say these things in polite company, wouldn't even say these things at all, but on some of the media somehow they have license to be you know, neo-Nazi, uh, you know, nitwits. But if you saw them in, in real life, uh, they, they wouldn't do anything, which means that, you know, I would probably have to beat them up, you know, because they're dumb, you know, period. Because uh, idiots like that, <laughs> they, they need a punch in the mouth. But you got a lot of people that sometimes social media, because the anonymity, they could hide behind a fake pro- profile or fake ID, you know, they could say all this garbage that normally wouldn't say. You could be your next-door neighbor for you know. But... You just don't want people like that because they're not they're not serious about anything. When people do those sort of things, it only tells you one thing about them: they don't really have any any actual cogent values. Because guess what? I know I know this might sound crazy to people, but people who are really committed to some of that nonsense, that neo-Nazi stuff or radical Islam stuff and everything. They often don't make themselves known. They often don't broadcast that kind of stuff in that sort of way, especially with, no. their, especially with their own faces <laughs> and names on it. So the, the real committed people, and I'm not I'm not praising them, but the real committed people, they're not on Instagram. Yo, I'm a Nazi. No, it, it's not happening. So the rest of these people, I mean, they're fake even doing this. But because they are peddling something that's you know that's hateful and poisonous, you, you can't be a part of that. But it kind of makes them a double insult because. They're not even real about it, and, and and they just lack any kind of real class or common sense. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just it's it's just craziness nowadays how people are with some of these things, and it's you can't, we definitely can't. I mean, I never want to, you know, I, I'm not 
it's not like I'm going through everybody's like tons of their social media or anything, but yeah, it's it's it looks bad upon us if we're just kind of giving our stamp to people, <laughs> they're you know bigots or something like that. It's like no, I don't have any time for that mess. So because I publish all kinds of people, so I I don't really care. My thing is you know about your your writing ability, not you know what, what you, you know. That's there's certain things that are not my business, and I just yeah I don't, I don't want to ever be associated with people that are just hate. And, and and just hateful. I just I have no I have no time for that mess. So so you know it's it's once again it's a, and editing is such a fun job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, a, it could definitely yeah. be. A, so to all the people that want to wear the title, yeah, all the people that want to wear the title, think about that. You know, if you actually want to do this, it's just this is this is it is a job. It, it's work. And it's, you know, it can be really rewarding, but it's, it's still work. And it's a lot, it's very hard work. It's not, I don't know why people think this is easy. It's not, you know, maybe, you know, it's just, it's not, no matter what you're going to do, even if you're going to do podcasting or whatever you want to get into, you got to think about, are you willing to put in the work? Because it is work. You're going to have to have episodes. You can't just say, okay, this is what I'm going to be today. (laughs) It's like, you know, you got to plan it out. I think I, I, I think I think people get fooled by the the fact that um, sometimes you can launch these things with free tools mm-hmm. and, and do some things and don't get me wrong you could do that and be successful and and and, and mm-hmm. grow from there but oftentimes some people just think that oh it must be easy then because you could do it this way not realizing that it does take it does take work it does take time it takes a, a real commitment you got to have a passion for what you want to do but it, mm. I, I tell people all the time. And I'll tell the the listeners and the and, and the readers as well. It, it's not a bad idea to look behind the title and see what's going on. Ask a few questions, okay? You go to LinkedIn all day long and you find people. I I've, I directed four movies, and then when you go into the thing, it's like uh, three five minute clips that they did on their iPhone, okay? And 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 one like Super Eight thing that was for eight minutes long, and it's mostly somebody running around the park screaming. This is these are not mm-hmm. movies, okay? This is idiotic nonsense, okay? You're not a you're not a director of anything, okay? You're you're a dude that yeah. you're a dude that took a video. <laughs> that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. You're not a director, okay? So that's what. Yeah. So you don't you want to listen to somebody saying, "Let me see a, a script of yours," when you, they haven't done any damn thing, okay? But goof off and you know pretend. Yeah. So you got to be able to quickly separate. You know, the, 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 the so-called editors from the real ones, the so-called magazines from the real ones, the so-called presses that are out there that they'll take your money, give you something that looked like, you know, uh, that got beat up at the Salvation Army, and, uh, but you're paying for it. You don't even get, you don't even get the, the, uh, an author's copy, you know, and you'll never, mm-hmm. see, you'll never see any money, but, uh, but somehow you got this project out there, okay? No. All right? If you, if you want to waste your money, I guess go to those those losers that are out there that do that, but there are plenty of people that don't do that. So investigate. It doesn't take hard to investigate. It really doesn't, you know? I cannot tell you how many people mm-hmm. that tell me the bad experiences they had on being ripped off by higher editors or these, these, these worthless presses, and I remind them, did you even Google? Did you not see the complaints? Many of these places now have a history behind them. Google complaints, various mm-hmm. reviews, I mean, you can ask a, a hire for editor what they charge, a, a sample of, of their work. 
Can you? Uh, here's my favorite. Ask for three references. You won't even get any of these higher higher editors. Okay, you won't even get three valid references for them. Maybe they'll give you one, mm. and, and it's some guy, some guy named Pipsqueak McGee. Okay, and he's just a friend of theirs with yeah. some some mock uh, 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 Gmail thing to, to make it. Yeah, these people are great. That's incredible. Just did my novel. No, you won't yeah. get anything. You won't get references. You won't get projects. Mm-hmm. Just a bunch of baloney. And give me fifteen hundred dollars. But if you were to do, <laughs> if you would do this, look at Google. Ask questions, mm-hmm. check stuff out. It's real easy to do. In a couple minutes, you'll be able to size up who's real and who's not. It's not that difficult to do. So there's no yeah. reason there's no reason for you to get robbed unless you're just lazy. Then mm-hmm. then get robbed then, because I don't know what else we could tell you. We're here to help you. If you don't want to listen to us, then you will get robbed. Yeah, and and I'm definitely not uh, knocking the people that do because there are plenty of good editors that are for hire but that that it is you really have to be careful um you know there because it is a kind of slippery slope but there there are plenty of people that you can hire that are that's what they do but then again they do have a ton of references they do have a reputation and they're going to probably come with a hefty price too so <laughs> it's like you know but there there are uh there's a lot of and, but then again there's a lot of good people that will help you that aren't going to charge you a nickel you know, that's the thing, and uh, definitely uh, it's a time-consuming thing, but, you know, there's a lot of good people. There's a lot of good people in the scene, and uh, it's just it just takes some time. you got to be willing to do a little research. Just don't be – I know people get – the worst thing that happens in these things is people are over-eager to get something done and get something out there. Sometimes, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's worth taking the time. You know, it's like, it's great that you want your project out, but don't just go to the first person that's going to say, give you a yes. Go, you know, go to people that you know are going to put time into to what they do. You know, if, if you submit something and it it's accepted by uh, that evening and then it's available the next day, that's probably not a good place. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, we I all mean, know who those places yeah, are because exactly. they're, they're a dime a dozen. Exactly. And, I, and I'll, I'll put aside... Uh, my my suspicion that sometimes writers can be desperate about things, which isn't good. But let's say they're not being mm-hmm. desperate. Most of the times, when I found after I talked to them, is they're being impatient. Mm-hmm. They're being impatient, and when you're impatient, you make bad decisions. You don't do your mm-hmm. homework. You don't do any basic research. I'm telling you, folks, yeah. Google could probably save you thousands of dollars. A free a free program, Google. On your phone, on your laptop, on your—it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. You could go to the library and use it if you don't have any device. It'll save you lots of money and give you better answers. But do not be impatient. Yeah. It's a bad idea because what's the point of working so hard on something that you believe in, and, and then you you mm-hmm. impatiently put it in the hands uh, of somebody who amounts to a, a, a fraud or a crook? It's crazy, and, and you just hurt yourself in the end. Don't do that. Have some patience. Yeah. Ask around if you have to. Find a few people on some of these writers. Hey, what magazines publish you guys that you think are legit that I can give it a shot on? Now, don't get me wrong. It doesn't mean you have a guarantee because they, they got their stuff published there. You're going to get published there. But at least you know that was a legitimate venue. They had a good good editor. They have a good good shelf life. They're doing the right thing. At least you know then. You get sometimes the best references about magazines and editors from other writers. I mean, it's no different in life than doctors, you know? You're not going to find a good doctor in the phone book, 
But you might find a good doctor from asking a couple friends. Hey, um, mm. is, does, is this guy good to check out my prostate? Because I, I don't want this guy putting his whole arm in my butt, okay? I mean, do we got somebody real here or what? I mean, there you go. And they're going to tell you. That guy's going to tell you. Now, this guy's cool. Now, this other guy, I don't know, he's looking at me weird. You know, so you're going to get the you're going to get the best advice from that references. So it's no different than anything else. Acts around. Yeah. You're, you're going to get good answers. You're not. No one's going to tell you. Yeah, this place just robbed me. So definitely you should go check them out. No, they're going to give you a warning just as well as they're going to give you some good some good tips. Do that. Don't be impatient. Just just believe anything you hear. Yeah, it's it's you know take take a little time and it's it's always worth doing a little research and it's really easy to do and you can do it for free so you know you can't complain there can't beat the price so. All right, folks, we're you about we're about to we're about to wrap this up here. I I thank you very much for for listening. Uh, thank you very much, John, for for being on. Uh, recapping, we went with book reviews, how very important they are uh, to uh, to ourselves in terms of writing them, what we give back to the community. They're super important on the other side to that writer. Uh, it could be the real shot in the arm that they need to get the book sold. It could be uh, a shot in the arm psychologically. They might be dealing with other issues in their life or, or maybe even in their art. And this kind of gives them a little extra confidence. So you're doing a wonderful thing. You know, without sounding corny, you, you, you're kind of doing God's work in a way, really. Now, next thing we talked about was the editorship, all right? Uh, the, the one side of, don't forget, um, the definition of editor is somebody who is helping you, okay? I don't mean helping take your debit card and run it like Jesse Owens. I mean helping you to become a better writer and giving you some direction. <laughs> and then we talked about as readers, you know, uh, and writers, you know, you got to have some respect for the editors. Understand that their time is, is limited. Uh, you know, give them the bio with it. Don't give them a bunch of, you know, malarkey and, and, and be professional. Don't write a, a poem, you know, uh, praising gay rights and, and then you're out there bashing gays on the social media the next day. Okay? You got to be smart. You got to be consistent. I mean, you, you, you got to have some scruples. Okay? All right, folks, uh, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm ahead on the schedule, which, thank God, whenever I'm, I'm in good health, and I am, thank God. So I'm ahead on this, which means that I'm recording this in August, but it's not going to come out until September. In this particular case, I am so ahead that I can actually project exactly when this is coming out. So this particular episode, which is about book reviews and editorship, I'm going to release it on September the 11th. So I want to remind you about this because you're going to be listening to this on September 11th. Those towers went down from from evil people that want to stop our way of life. A lot of people are not real, realizing because they, they, they remember the 3,000 victims. They remember the horror and all of that. But they forget that there was a daycare center there with 23 children that were all killed, all murdered. Kids that were writing poems. Kids that were doing a special project on the board that day when, when this happened. So those things are, are lost forever. Uh, they're, they're in the... They're in the ages with, with God and, and, and the angels, but we're not going to forget those people, and we're not going to forget that day. I, I know lately you see people, they, they seem to sometimes want to forget, but we can't forget if we're going to stay a nation that's free. And remember, we can't be writers if we're not in a nation that's free. John, if you have any other last thoughts on that? Um, yeah, it's something that we definitely can never forget. I don't think we ever will. So, yeah, that, that's about... Uh, I guess that's not a very in-depth thing, but yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's, uh, definitely remember. <clears throat> I appreciate it, John. I just wanted to mention that, folks, is that normally don't yeah. end on a special day like that without saying anything. Yeah. I wanted to make sure that, you know, folks remember that, 
you know, do something uh, on this on this day when this show is released on the 11th, whether it's a, a small prayer for the families who still have to deal with mm-hmm. uh, with uh, with the consequences of that of that horrendous act, or, or if it's just something in, in your community, or maybe a a poem comes to mind that you know you want to put together for that for that day or some kind of reflection, because you know it's going to be on the news all over the place. Uh, keep that in mind, all right, folks. God bless. Uh, let's keep this nation free. And, and thank you very much for listening to 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 myself and, and, and to John Patrick Robbins. You have a great day. Great. Day. Thank you for listening. Follow the show and support our efforts by purchasing an ebook at Soma Publishing. www.somapublishing.com.